Progressive presents an interview with your upstairs neighbor. Hey, it's Rick from upstairs. Yeah, I take it seriously. When I play R&B at one in the morning, that's me saying, hey, I'm here for you. And I enjoy repetitive bass lines. I only use expired batteries in my smoke detectors. <laughs> nice, right? Yeah, upstairs neighbors help people forget their troubles. Give them something else to focus on. Ooh, want to see how high I can jump? Progressive can't save you from your upstairs neighbor. No, wait, let me try again. But we can save you money when you bundle renters and auto insurance with us. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Clayton got a big skin running down the field. Happy tossing dimes, cup a million dollar deal. Fantasy football, better know it's real. Tune into the podcast, tell us how you feel. We be going live, best believe we talking sports. May not think it's real, but take it serious, of course. Fantasy football podcast up north. Fantasy football podcast up north. Clayton got a big skin. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Football from Up North podcast. Today, we are going to start some week six starts and sits for our uh, NFL action this weekend. Joining me, as always, uh, is my co-host, my homeboy, Javi. What's up? How's it going, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. Oh, well, got some stuff to talk about, but let's just uh, get through this intro. Got a funny story to tell you after this. so I can't wait. Um, They're always funny. <laughs> if you guys haven't already downloaded our podcast, uh, please do. Uh, anywhere on any platform, you can get us at FF from Up North. So Fantasy Football from Up North. And catch us on Twitter at Kadu Clayton and at 29 Habby. So without further ado, let's jump into the show. But first, H, for the first time in my life, I got scammed buying something off the internet. Oh, man. So what happened? Uh, obviously, when we get together, you know, I'm, I'm, always, uh, I'm always looking at yard games because we obviously we spend in the summertime. We spend a lot of time outdoors. So get the boys together, the wives together, anybody. Let's get some yard games going. So I had this thing. I was looking online. The thing pops up. Putterball, it's called. I'm like, this is sweet. <laughs> Basically a putting green. Right. But on each end, it's like like beer pong. Like there's the holes oh, are yeah. cut up. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? And yeah. then you got a putter and then a ball and then you putt. And then once you get it in, you drink. Whatever. Sounds like fun. When does he, when are you getting it? Oh, so yeah, listen. So I, or I'm like, babe, I look on Amazon. I'm like, shit, these are expensive. I'm like, this is a good deal. So I went paid $30. So I'm like, shit, obviously got the PayPal. Like I had to do it on PayPal. So I yeah. paid the money. The receipt comes back as like all, Chinese writing, which oh, is fine. Man. No, it's not fine. So I wait like <laughs> I don't know, six weeks, guys. So I'm like six weeks. All of a sudden, I get home and there's a package. I was like, awesome. Grab this package. It's little. It's small though, right? Like it's so, super tiny. I open it up. It's a fucking golf ball. I'm like, what? But it says like a number three on it. I'm like, okay. There's the other packages are coming. There's two more packages coming, right? So I wait. No, wait. So I email this whatever weird email address. Yeah. I'm going to read you exactly what I got back from this guy. Okay. This is amazing, guy. I, this is first thing this morning. I woke Sarah up and I was like, babe, you won't believe it. So he says to me, <laughs> hi, we're very sorry. We we're unable to reply to you in time. We have checked your order and all products which shown on the ads have been sent to you. Meanwhile, they're also clearly marked it when you purchased it. 
maybe when you watch this video, maybe when you watch the video, it caused you to misunderstand. Please look carefully and understand. And this ball quality is very good and you can use it to play and experience its value. I paid $29 for a fucking golf ball. I can't wait till you lose it. Oh, your first first of all, I better, get, I better get a hole in one. <laughs> no way. So that no was, way. yeah. Oh, God. I That's the sacred ball head. now. You can't lose it. You can. You just got to carry it in your bag. Oh, that's the most expensive fucking golf ball I've ever bought in my life, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my uh, story of Clay getting scammed. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, exactly. I, I laughed, so. Okay, well, a couple uh, news tidbits here in the NFL. Biggest one to speak of is Lev Bell signing with Kansas City. What is your take on this? Being well, a uh, Clyde edwards Teller owner. Well, it's, it's not good for Ed- Clyde's fantasy value, uh, but I think in the long term, I think it'll be better for Clyde if Bell comes in and he's not a douchebag and he actually teaches Clyde the game because Bell is like stereo. I think he's the model that uh, KC, the kind of running back that they want, you know, that big pass catching role and patient runner, you know? I'd have to agree with that. I think what's going to happen, well, with what I'm hoping, because I also have him in a few leagues, right? Yeah. So, um, Obviously, we knew that Clyde was having issues getting, you know, from five yards in. He can't get past the goal line. He's tried seven times this year, hasn't got in once from from inside the five. Obviously, yeah. I think Bell will take be the goal line guy for sure. Um, also, yeah, like like you said, big pass catcher. I think he can still catch the ball out of the backfield. But I think it's going to be more of a – I think Clyde's going to get the ball first, second down. I still think he's going to get his. I mean, oh, obviously sure. that yeah. that pushes him out of say a top twelve running back, but to say he's a running it back, it depends top- what he does. Like, because a lot of running backs uh, do better with less work, just basically because they're they have more uh, more uh, more energy and more you know they they get a little bit of more rest during the game and they're ex- they're able to explode a little bit better. Well, exactly. And you know what? I'm really hoping, obviously, Bell's not going to get, I can't see Bell getting many touches this weekend. But no, I honestly. No, he's, uh, he's, he can't play till next Wednesday anyway. Oh, okay. Because of the COVID rules. Uh, he's got gotcha. that quarantine and stuff and all yeah. that. Yeah. I hope Clyde goes off this week. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> and Andy Reid can be like, <laughs> shit, what did I do? I just lit a fire up yeah. under this young guy's ass and now he's going to run for 200 yards? Yeah. Jeez. But how about Bell? Going from New York Jets yeah. to KC. Talk the worst, about worst team in the NFL to the best team. To in the, the best NFL. team in the NFL. Like <laughs> not this couldn't have worked out better. And yeah, he has, and the Jets have to pay him. Yeah, I don't. I still. I still <laughs> every time. How does Bell leave the Jets before Adam Gase? I know My exactly. God. It's wild. exactly. Um, you know what? Oh, I, I read an article about Gase, and then basically it said that uh, in an interview with Gase, he said that everybody in the organization agrees <laughs> that he is the best guy for the job in the play calling. And that tells you what you need to know about everybody in that organization, I think. Is it everybody, or why, why is Gase? <laughs> no, they're all, they're all idiots. That, that just means that 
they're bigger idiots than yeah. than gays. Yeah, that's true. True enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, other news here, just to talk about, is Odell Beckham is dealing with an illness right now. Um, it's I think they're waiting on his COVID testing, but it doesn't sound like that's what it is. Uh, he was sent home from the team facility today. Uh, in other news, Melvin Gordon, idiot. Absolute idiot. Yeah. I'll let you go on this little rant. For, you only got 30 seconds, buddy. Go. <laughs> well, he got a DUI. So he's screwed, him. He's, he screwed himself. And it, it, I, he's probably not going to play this week. So I'd sit him. Philip Lindsay's the guy. Yeah. And if you know what, if you're if you're desperate for somebody, go jump on Royce Freeman. He's going to get some touches in this offense, especially Lindsay just coming back off injury. Uh, anything could happen in this first game back. So, but yeah, yeah. and even idiot, if, like, even if he's cleared to play, I think as an organization to save a little bit of face, you have to sit him, like teach him a little bit of lessons, well, especially then, with Lindsay coming back. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you're losing that much. Even though Gordon's coming off one of his best games of the season, well, his best game of the season, but I don't know about you, Javi, but like, um, like I know just a couple weekends ago, I I took an Uber home. Like, uh, I mean, I yeah. don't make anywhere oh, near yeah. as much money as uh, Mr. <laughs> Gordon does at all. But yeah. I, you know what? I still uh, chose to take an Uber home. I think that's pretty I don't I don't know how much he uh, <laughs> how much. He blew over or anything. I don't know the facts of the case. Okay, but even it, like they said, he was even going over like thirty whatever miles over the speed limit or something. So oh, not really? only are you drunk, you're fucking yeah. speeding through the the streets. Not like, good. come on, guy, give not your good. head a shake. Um, other than that, any other real news? Um, Michael Thomas uh, got fined from the team, not suspended. So that's yeah. a good thing. And then Kyle Allen looks like Kyle Allen's going to be pra- uh, starting again this week. And outside of that, that's pretty much really it. That uh, oh, Godwin was a partial participant today, so that's good for his owners. Yeah. And outs- I, outs- I read oh, that Green is uh, doesn't want to get traded, even yeah, though yeah. he said it pretty much to the coach's <laughs> face. Pull the Patrick Waugh. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> He'll be dealt by trade deadline. He'll go somewhere else. I'm certain of it. So, all right. Well, should we just jump into these uh, starts and sits then? Let's do it. Let's do it. I agree. Okay. So, let's just start here. Um, I do write an article every week, and it is posted on Twitter. For I've been doing it for the last two years now on Eat Sleep Fantasy's website, so it's there as well. But we're going to do and talk about it on this one. I'm going to try to do this every week. Happy, I hope you could join me on, you know, on Thursdays or Wednesdays whenever we can do it, because mm-hmm. I just think it'll be uh, be nice and quick. So, yeah. Uh, first, we'll start with quarterbacks. Uh, my start of the week is going to be Mr. Ryan Fitzpatrick against the Jets. Uh, Fitzpatrick is. Currently quarterback number six in fantasy. He's thrown for over 300 yards in three of the last five games, or three three of the last five games, and is averaging over 21 and a half fantasy points per game. Pretty solid numbers for a uh, for a veteran like this. Um, it's, it's definitely any any time you're playing the New York Jets, everybody's a must start against them. Yes, <laughs> you know what I mean. This defense has given up over 270 yards passing and almost two touchdowns a game. And I think Fitzpatrick's going to be uh, he's going to lead you some nice to, to some nice numbers this week and uh, probably a victory in your uh, fantasy teams. 
I got a projection of 300 yards and two touchdowns for him this week. Nice. I agree. He's a a baller right now, and I like watching him. I got him fired up in a couple leagues. That's awesome. Uh, Do you have a quarterback you want to talk about real quick? Yes, I do. My boy, Ben. Get him in your lineups. Roethlisberger, come back from last year's elbow injury, has been fantastic so far. And he's got 22 fantasy points in all four, at least 22 in all four of his games this year. Um, he should stay hot against the Browns. And they've allowed multiple touchdowns to opposing quarterbacks in four of the last five games. And there was two 300-yard passers against them as well. So get Ben in your lineups. Uh, yeah, he's going to be good. I like it. I like it. A couple other guys that had uh, quick starts here. Uh, the Red Rocket versus Arizona. Rocket. Um, a couple, a couple, just a couple tidbits on here, guys. Uh, Cardinals have given up almost 260 yards and two touchdowns to quarterbacks. Uh, the quarterbacks they are giving them up to are similar to Andy Dalton, which I think Dalton's better than. Well, s- similar quarterback stature, I guess. Um, Jimmy G. Stafford and Bridgewater have all thrown for over 260 and two touchdowns against them. I just think Dalton and Dalton, look at the weapons he has behind him. He's never had weapons like this. I don't think he's going to throw the ball 50 times, but I do think he's going to be able to put up similar numbers to this uh, on a weekly basis with all the weapons that he does have. Just, he just has to close his eyes and chuck the ball. Yeah. Well, I hope so. Cause I, I blew uh, I blew my waiver on him because I lost Dak in in our flea flicker league. That's the only reason I used my my waiver. I can roll uh, to a championship with Baker and uh, Tom Brady. Oh man, I might have to fire him up too. <laughs> in one of my pools, I got Matty Ice, who could be on the old oh. COVID protocol yeah, this week. I'm very certain. Oh yeah, and, and I do he's have... playing like shit. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> other guy, obviously, this game's going to be in question a little bit is uh, Kirk Cousins versus Atlanta. Uh, what what's more to say, right? Falcons are giving up almost 35 fantasy points to quarterbacks this year, so basically fire him up. And Matty Stafford is my other guy, uh, thrown for at least two touchdowns in three straight games and averaging over 250 yards a game. Uh, Jags give up the fourth most fantasy points, which is just over 22 per game. So I mean, you'll take that any day of the week for your. Oh point. yeah, oh yeah. So, um, anybody else there that you want to talk? What or you want to? Should we just jump to the sits? Um. Well, I I I'm gonna throw Tannehill out there. No, he's uh, scored at least 21 fantasy points in 12 of of 14 games since becoming a Titan, which is pretty good. And in week seven last year, he scored at least 34 points in two of his past three outings. The Texans have allowed nine passing touchdowns with no interceptions this year, and I think he's gonna ball out. I agree 100%. Okay, quarterback sits of the week we got. I got Joe Burrow sitting him against Indy. Uh, obviously, tough matchup last week against the Ravens. They just demolished him. Completed only 19 passes for 183 yards. One interception, lost a fumble. Um, obviously, this was Burrow's worst game as a pro. The Ravens held him to a season low in passing and failed, and he failed to throw a touchdown for the first time all year. Bengals face a Colts team now in week six, which is currently the best defense in the NFL. Has only allowed 190 yards passing per game to opposing quarterbacks. So if you can get away with benching Burrow, I think this is the week to do it. So that's all I got to say about him. Get him out of there. 
Yeah, I I have to look at trying to get trying to get him out of my lineup in one of my <laughs> leagues as well. One, uh, guy, one guy I'm telling you to sit, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes. Yeah, I, I I made the mistake of putting him in there last week for Baker, and Baker decided to go off, and Jimmy G decided to do nothing. Maybe even got me negative points. But uh, again, he's expected to play, even though he's he left uh, last week's game with what they say is a lingering a- ankle injury. But I think it was just terrible gameplay. And I hesitate to put him in again until you see some positive production out of him. Oh, exactly. And you think having Debo and everybody back, I've, he's he's not performing. Yeah, I don't and there's know almost that... anybody who's out there on the waiver wire that started ahead of him. Almost yeah. everybody. Yeah. There's going to be guys out there. Exactly. Um, Carson Wentz is another uh, freaking sit for me. Baltimore's only given up over 12 fantasy points per game and have not given up a touchdown in two weeks. So, I mean, I wouldn't be sorry. I, for a guy that I had ranked, I think, top top eight, I think, coming into the year. This made me look like a fucking fool. <laughs> He's been brutal. Uh, the other sit I do have is Baker Mayfield and Nick Foles. So for Baker, he's averaged 17 fantasy points against the Steelers in the three games in his whole career. Uh, he hasn't put up more fantasy points in 17, and now is dealing with a rib injury on top of that. We know that Pittsburgh can get to the quarterback, so this could be a, like a one-hit-and-you're-done game for him. So. Yeah, I'm saying sit him and Nick Foles. Panthers have only given up six touchdowns in five games and have only allowed 229 yards passing to quarterbacks all year. So I think all these guys are definitely must sits. Um, if you can, you got to remember there is a bunch of teams on on buys right now. Yeah, this, and so and that Atlanta game is in lingo right now. Yeah, so Limbo. I mean if 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 you do have to start one of these guys, even. I would have to lean more on, uh, unfortunately, on the shitty Wentz, and I guess give Burrow a shot. I guess the two of those guys over over Baker falls to be honest with you, but I'm hoping not to start any of them. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. All for right. Sure. Uh, anybody else for sitting? I guess we can't keep sitting everybody. Then yeah. we'll have no, we'll have no quarterbacks left. Let's move to the running back. <laughs> All right, my uh, so some of these guys are going to be there's going to be questions on some of them, and feel free, and I will do my best to answer them. Uh, I got David oh, Montgomery man. actually against Carolina. Uh, oh, Montgomery man. struggled last week against the good Bucks. The Bucks run defense is unbelievable. Yeah, it's I only good. managed uh, 59 total yards on 17 touches. This week, the Bears do face a Panthers team who have given up the most fantasy points to running back to the running back position and just got absolutely embarrassed by Todd Gurley last weekend. Gurley had uh, 150 total yards and scored a touchdown on Sunday. And the Panthers have also given up a league-leading 37 receptions to running backs. And guess what? Montgomery's coming off a season-high eight targets in week five. Oh, so. man. No Cohen? I, I, I think you're lo- look, grabs? Yeah, yeah. I think you're looking at a big bounce back week for him. And yeah. uh yeah, should be good to watch. Sounds good. Fire him up. I mean, I ain't watching this game, I'm not gonna lie to you, but I mean <laughs> nice to look at the score sheet and see. Yeah, exactly. Okay, is that better? Yeah. <laughs> uh go to a few other starts I have. I got Ronald Jones, Alexander Madison, David Johnson. 
Um, Ronald Jones has had 15 plus touches in all but one game this year. Back to back 100 yard rushing games he's coming off of. And the Packers have given up the third most uh, total rushing, to, third most total touchdowns, that's rushing and receiving, obviously, to opposing running backs. Uh, and that's at seven. So that's in four games. So yeah, I think Ronald, Ronald Jones should play well. I think Fournette's still, uh, still hurting a little bit. Uh, obviously, Alexander Madison, no Dalvin Cook. And basically, Atlanta's the second worst defense and has given up 26 fantasy points per game to running backs. And then my man, David Johnson, almost 100-yard game last week. And I just think Romeo Cornell's going to start getting this run game going. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be turned into he's going to start taking his elite players and start distributing that ball around rather than everything just going through Watson. Um, and Titans are giving up almost 25, almost 24 fantasy points points per game to running backs and over 120 yards per game so with nobody behind david johnson outside of duke to catch a few balls i think this is kind of uh uh should be a decent game for for johnson against the titans i hope so i got him fired up two leagues should be should should there should be some good games this week for sure as long as this covid shit stays away i do got any other running backs to start this week yes i do my man Raheem Mostert like it. picked up where he left off in week five against Miami. Following a two-game absence with a knee injury, he had 11 carries for 90 yards with three catches for 29 yards. Um, he's now scored at least 14 PPR points in all three of his games. And his nine catches on the season almost matches his entire total from last year. Um the Rams' rum defense has been good the last two weeks against the Poop Giants and Washington, but they got torched by Zeke, uh, Sanders, and Singletary for all of them got over 120 total yards on them. So I could see Mostert uh, uh, putting up somewhere around those numbers this week. I like it. That's perfect. Um. What should we call it? Uh, running back sits of the week. I got this one might be a little bit uh, questionable. Miles Sanders versus Baltimore. Uh, he has been good since missing that week one game against Washington. Scored two touchdowns in week five against the Steelers, which is also a good run defense. But the Ravens are coming to town in week six, and they're currently ranked as the third toughest run defense and only allowing 3.7 yards per carry. So this is going to be a tough matchup for the Eagles, and Sanders is going to struggle to find running room. Uh, if you got other options with better matchups, and when I mean that, I'm kind of talking maybe guys like Mike Davis. I, I would start Mike Davis ahead of Sanders. Um, a few guys. Yeah, I don't, I don't know off the top of my head, but don't be afraid to bench him as long as you do have better matchups. Now, the only other thing I could think about is they don't have a lot of uh, receiving guys on their team right now right they got Fulgham or whatever his name is yeah uh Ertz but Ertz hasn't even been around so I mean Sanders could get some action out of the run game so I guess I I would probably say he's a better option in PPR than he would be in say like a half or a standard league yeah I agree um that's the one thing I'd say is that he could see a little bit more action because there's not much they got a lot of injured guys there there's not much going in that offense other than him. 
Agreed. So other running backs I have uh, is Daryl Henderson versus at the 49ers. Uh, uh, McVeigh came straight out and said uh, Rams want to start to give more work to both Akers and Brown. 49ers are a tough matchup, only allowing just over 100 yards a game to running backs. And McVeigh just has no spreading, no, no problem with playing all three guys. Mm-hmm. But I do have a feeling he might be getting a little bit of heat for this whole where they drafted Akers. Yeah. And I think they're going to start to probably start to feature him more now that he's healthier. Yeah. Agree. It's uh, pretty much a crapshoot on who's going to get the ball there week to week. And uh, it's tough to start any of those guys. Exactly. Another one guy I have, Chase Evans, your boy. <laughs> um, I have to, I, I admit though, he does look like the better back. Yes. But my problem is, is he's still being out-touched by Drake. He was out-touched 19 to 8 last week. <clears throat> and I just think Drake is still going to be more, is going to be the more utilized back this week because I think it's going to be more of a close game where, where, you know, they're chasing points last week and they were throwing the ball a lot more. Right. I think Edmund saw the field more than when they were in, when they were playing catch up mode, I don't think they will be in the catch up mode against Dallas. Not with, you don't. not with Dalton behind there. I think it it'll could be, be a shootout. It, yeah. It could be a shootout, I guess, but if I just Dallas gets ahead at all. You're not going to see, well, you'll see Drake, but uh, it'll be the Edmund show. So we're this 50. could be Edmonds' breakout game with a whole bunch of catches, my friend. Uh, Dallas offense no. is good. They Arizona just has to keep up. They have to score a lot of points because you got to score a lot of points to beat Dallas, and you can. A lot of teams have done it, but uh, I'm not in agreement with Edmonds as a bust this week, my friend. All right. Well, I guess uh, I guess when we we chat maybe on Monday we can talk about these yeah, stuff. Yeah. I'm on throw the it, train though. Throw it I in see my him face. weekly every week getting getting more and more traction in this offense. And I don't think it's going to stop this week. I could see it, but it's not going <laughs> to be this week. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Next one I got is Joe Mixon. Ha <laughs> ha. Coming off a brutal matchup last week, obviously now faces the number one defense in the league. Good thing he traded him. Yeah, back-to-back tough matchups. Yeah, well, it is up until I was doing a little bit more research and just wait for it. And now the only plus side about him having a shitty matchup and back-to-back ones is if you find an owner that's frustrated again after this week, buy Mixon. Go and get him. (laughs) Starting week eight, Four of the next six games are against teams that rank within the bottom half in points given up to running backs. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So, basically, you're welcome, Bradley. And, there you <laughs> go, right? and I traded him for a guy that a, gets shit on and now is out with pink guy. <laughs> so, well done. Guy. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we jump to our st- uh, wide receiver starts, you got anybody to... To sit here in this uh, running back section? Uh, yeah, I'll throw the name Mark Ingram out there. Uh, needs to score points at this point to help your fantasy team. And he's done that only twice this season. He has just three catches on the year for 25 yards. And he's just not being utilized much out there. Uh, 
there's a lot of timeshare out there the, with uh, Dobbins and uh, Edwards. So uh, just keep, I'd say if you can keep Ingram on your bench. Well, I'd, I don't even think there's, I think there's something <clears throat> wrong all around with, even with, uh, with Lamar even. Yeah. There's even something going like on the, there. It doesn't yeah. even seem like the same. Trevor offered me a trade for Lamar just while we were on air here. Oh, really? I couldn't even tell you what it's the worst trade ever. <laughs> worst trade ever. And he's angry at me now in our chat. Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. Very, probably very angry. Denied it. Yeah, very angry at it because I called it the first one ever. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, uh, jump to our wide receiver starts of the week. I got your boy. Uh, Should have listened to you at the beginning of the year, man, because wow. Uh, LaVisca Cheneau Jr. Versus Chino. Detroit. Uh He's been targeted 20 times over the last three weeks. Coming off a week five game, that saw him catch seven of eight targets for almost 80 yards. DJ Chark exited week five with an ankle injury. So basically, Chano, I think, is going to be the guy to step up. He hasn't every single week he's played. He's been good. Mm-hmm. I expect him to step up against the Lions. Should once again lead all receivers in both yards and targets and get in the end zone this one. Uh, the Lions allow the ninth most points to wide receivers and have given up back-to-back 90-plus yard performances to receivers. So he's a must-start this week. Yeah. A couple other guys that I got here is I got McCole Hardman, uh, KC. Should see more action now that Watkins is out. Bills have a tough time covering slot receivers. He'll rotate uh, with Hill in playing the slot. Uh, he should break a big one in this game. In two games that Hardman saw at least four targets, he scored in both games. So he's going to see a lot more than four targets in this one with Watkins uh, with Watkins out. So I'm assuming he's going to he he could get, he could break a big one. I think in this game. Yeah. Uh, other guy Christian uh, Christian Kirk saw season high in targets in Week Five. Dallas has allowed the most touchdowns to opposing wide receivers on the year and allowed a hundred yard receiver in all but one game this year. So that spells good things for Christian Kirk. Oh yeah, buddy. And then my last one here, I got our boy, our Canadian, uh, Mapletron chase Claypool coming off his monster game last week. Cleveland is allowing the second most fantasy points per game and have allowed eight touchdowns to wide receivers. Just going to keep going. eh? Yeah. Claypool is a matchup nightmare. I think he's starting to turn into that and should be started. Big Ben loves him. Even with John, if Johnson is back in, Claypool's still going to get his looks after what yeah. he did last week. Maybe not four touchdowns, but I mean, one touchdown is definitely not out of the question. I think he's going to be Ben's red zone go-to now. Oh, he's so big. And he, and he moves so well yeah. like with his size. So... Yeah, those those are my guys. You got a couple sits or uh, sorry, a couple starts. Yeah, I got uh, Crowder, the lone bright spot in that dirty Jets offense. Agreed. Uh, he now has at least seven catches and 100 yards in all three of his games, uh, with two touchdowns, and he has scored at least 17 PPR points in each outing. Uh, even with Joe Flacco out there this week, uh, again. Uh, Miami has allowed five receivers to score at least 12, 12, 12 PPR points in his past four games. And I think Crowder's going to have another, another good game. Crowder's been so good since becoming a jet. <laughs> yeah. Yes. He's been yeah. awesome going back to yeah. last year even. So, all right. Uh, anyone else or should we jump into our sits of the week? Uh, well, we could talk a little bit about Slayton. Slayton have he's, he's, he's the man there now. I think, uh, 
he's with all these injuries uh, popping up there. He's he's just like last year. He's he's utilizing the time on offense he's been giving, and uh, hopefully he'll stay hot this week against Washington. I expect him to play well. Uh, I expected him to play well last week in week five because he was uh, pretty much the featured wide receiver there. He had eight catches for 129 yards, and he's showing that uh, he's just uh, he can be a weekly start for you. I'm going to shoot you down now because I got him as my sit of the week. (laughs) What? I I, I do. I do have to agree with you. He is the only guy. Uh, He is coming off the best game of the year. Washington. I know. Washington. I know. He did go over for 130 yards on eight catches last week. But now the Giants passing game has been very inconsistent this year. Slayton has not had over 53 yards receiving in a game since week one. So basically, obviously, before last week. Um, now, Washington's defense has struggled against opposing running backs, but has defended the pass quite well, actually. They allow the third fewest fantasy points toward the wide receiver position. have only given up two touchdowns to receivers this year. So, what do you think of that? I don't agree with you at all. <laughs> but I agree. Four receivers with at least seven targets against Washington have scored at least 11 PPR points. All, all of them, all, that's fine. But I'm saying they're not getting in the end zone. They're only giving up two touchdowns in the whole whole year. Well, yeah, I mean, but uh, he's going to get a ton of catches. So, well, you're, you're saying start. I'm he's saying flex sit. start. Let's oh. make a bet. Five dollars. Okay. Slayton. Slayton, yeah, Slayton. What are you doing? double so, digit points. Double digit. What do you want to do? Uh, double digit points. That's easy though in PPR. <laughs> that's simple in PPR. That yeah, is. Uh, uh, okay, let's go. Uh, Fifteen PPR Kate, points. Then. Kate, fair deal. All right. Five bucks. Five bucks. Five bucks. Heard it here. Heard it here first. Yeah. Big money rolling through this podcast. I like that we went head on like that as my <laughs> one of my starters and one of your yeah. sleeper sitters. Yeah. Um couple other questionable sits that I do have in this one. Uh, Marquise Brown, uh, outside of Claypool, Torch, and Eagles, team for four touchdowns last week. The Eagles have fared quite well against receivers. Brown's playing the majority of his snaps on the outside, which means he'll be getting some Darius Slay most of the game. Just yeah. a tough matchup for him. And like I said earlier when we were talking about Mark Ingram, just doesn't look right. I mean, he did him and uh, Brown did connect last week, but I just think he just something's not right in this offense right now. So hopefully they figure it out. Um, T.Y. Hilton basically coming off his best game, but basically that's because the Colts were chasing points all game. <laughs> yeah. Right? You know what I mean? So yeah. somebody has to catch the ball there. Um, I don't think Rivers is the answer for uh, for this Colts team. No. He does not look good. No, no, no. And then you can yell, yell at me for this too. Uh, Terry McLaren, a sit against the Giants. Scary Terry, no way. Only because of this. Like, just hear me out. Quarterback situation, guy. If Haskins was in there, he would probably be my start of the week this week. Just not confident with Allen starting. He doesn't have the chemistry like he had with Haskins. Last week, he only got caught three of seven targets for 26 yards. And now he's going to be shadowed by James Bradbury, who has played pretty well against number one receivers. I believe there's only one wide receiver one that has torched them this year. So it's going to be tough. With So basically, basically, you're, I guess you're, 
it's scary, Terry. You're going to start them. If you can not start them, then don't, in my opinion. Right? That's what the article is for, right? My opinion All is right. I don't think you should start him. Uh, but I understand if you have to. But keep in mind what James Bradbury has done to opposing receivers all year. I think Terry's a weekly starter. Like, no questions asked as long as he's healthy. He is that good. Oh, I agree. I agree he's good. I, but like I said, just the quarterback situation scaring me off a bit. Do I think he's going to throw up a donut? No. Yeah. But I'm saying if Haskins is there, you know he's a better receiver with Haskins behind center. The chemistry yeah. they have was awesome last year and oh, this yeah. year. Yeah. So, they I don't know. Kept Haskins in there. Yeah, hopefully him and Allen get on the same page. May I, that would be great too because I yeah. think Allen might actually have a better arm. I think he just has a more a lot more Yolo throws in him. Allen does, don't, right? You know what I and mean? And hey, Allen, don't slide head first. Yeah, exactly. Feet first, buddy. Rookie Idiot. move, but rookie move. <laughs> so, um, any other sits for you? Well, uh, earlier we talked about Fulgham, and personally. He's one of those guys who has a breakout week. Everybody jumps on him in the waiver wires. Last week, he had 10 catches for 152 yards. But I would keep him on your bench. Don't don't get sucked in by the Fulham tractor beam. Uh, <laughs> he's up against Baltimore, who's allowed just two, two touchdowns to opposing receivers this year. And I think last week was just more of a... More of a, it's not going to happen much. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I, I agree. I mean, he's he's going to get he's going to get his, but he's not going to have a a monster 150 yard performance like that. Yeah. I don't think. I think depending on the matchup, I guess. And then like Elshon's coming back soon, so is uh, um, Deshaun. But like I said when we were talking the waiver show that like both those guys are injury prone, right? They could go yeah. on, they can trip on the turf. Maybe maybe stash them. If you yeah. if you do grab him, but I wouldn't start him this week. Definitely not this week, but I think you could probably flex him uh, based on matchups. I think moving forward. Yeah. It's so, but yeah, no, I agree with you on that. Uh, we'll fly through these quite easily because, like I just said to you earlier, I'm like, once you get past those four tight ends, man, four or five <laughs> tight ends, then it's just kind of the same shit for everybody. So, uh, my tight end start is your boy T.J. Hawkinson. Uh, at the Jaguars, Hawkinson's coming off by and as a plus matchup against the Jaguars, who have given up four touchdowns in the last three weeks to the position. Hawkinson has 15 receptions for 180 yards and two touchdowns on the year and at least four receptions and 50 yards in all but one game. So he's a solid start this week. Um, other kind of starts that I do have is Robert Tanyan, Mike Jasicki and Irv Smith. Tanyan, from what he did last week or before the bye, Against Tampa Bay, I think they're going to be playing Devontae Adams pretty good. So I think Tanyan's going to I – th- I think he's proved to Rodgers that he could be relied on, so I think they'll be throwing the ball to him still. And just Sicky and Irv Smith is just kind of based on uh, based on matchup, right? We go back yeah. to that Minnesota game again. Everybody's going to get theirs against Atlanta, so. Yeah. Um, and Jusecki lit up Jets last year with six catches for 95 yards. And this poopy Jordan Reed and Mo Ali Cox have scored against them this year. So you're bitter. Jacecki's got to score. I heard some bitterness in the boat, uh, Mo Ali Cox. <laughs> uh, yeah. Boomer bust. 
that bum. He only he only busts when I start him and booms when I don't. <laughs> um, and uh, a few sits of the week, I got uh, Tyler Higby for the uh, Rams. Just a big dis. He's been a big disappointment the last few games. Seen the target share plummet as of late. He's only seen just over three targets a game in the last four weeks. He's only averaged just over four fantasy points per game. So that's not that. Those are those are camera break numbers when he doesn't get in the end zone, right? Yeah. This is a guy where yeah. we were talking. I was supposed to be a top ten tight end this year. Yeah. Uh, 49ers don't allow much to the tight end position. They've yet to allow more than 35 yards or a touchdown. So basically, not a good spot for Higby. Get him out of there. And go get a guy like Cameron Brait that has a chance to get in the end zone, right? Because Bucks yeah. can move the ball. Yeah. And then other guys, Dawson Hooper, Gronkowski, and Drew Sample. Just tough matchups overall, I think. Um, I mean, Gronk's a blocking tight end now pretty much is what he is. And just with Drew Sample and Austin Hooper, just against Indy defense and Pittsburgh defense, I don't want to play any of those guys. True that. How about that bum Hayden Hurst who we thought was going to be the next coming of Tony Gonzalez? Yeah. No. He's he's popped up on the injury report this week, and he's been pretty much a bust. Not this week. He's coming back because I need him in a whole ton of leagues. Oh, he hurt his back. He's got a bad back, man. Oh, man, he's hooped. He's hooped. (laughs) Well, maybe they're hoping for the whole COVID thing then. Maybe so they get a week off. They get their bye week early. Yeah, true. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And Julio could use that too. Yeah, exactly. That's just wholly that off. I'm curious to see coming out, either coming into the week or whatever. I'm curious to see what they're going to do now that Quinn is gone as head coach. Yeah. Maybe maybe lights a fire up under their ass a little bit, right? Just like happened to Houston. Boom. One and four, baby. One and four. (laughs) Something. Something. Hopefully. Please. (laughs) So. All right, well, is that uh, is that going to do it? Yep. I think that was awesome. I like that nice and quick. Uh, so hopefully we hopefully we helped you guys with some uh, tough decisions. You tough to uh, let me talk here. Tough decisions you're going to make this week. Keep an eye on yeah, like you were talking about the COVID stuff, injury reports on guys and everything like that. If you do have any questions, uh, feel free to reach out to me on Twitter at Kadu Clayton, and I'm sure they could get you happy where. At 2-9 Habby. So, yeah, well, outside of that, that's about all we had to say. And thank you again for tuning in. And we will talk to you probably on Monday with our Week 7 waiver show. Peace out. Have a good night. Peace. Skin, running down the field. Happy tossing dimes, cop a million dollar deal. Call it fantasy football, better know it's real. Tune into the podcast, tell us how you feel. We be going live, best believe we talking sports. May not think it's real, we take it serious, of course. Fantasy Football Podcast up north. A fantasy football podcast up north. Clayton caught a big skin running down the field. Happy tossing dimes, cop a million dollar deal. Fantasy football, better know it's real. Tune into the podcast, tell us how you feel. We be going live, best believe we talking sports. May not think it's real, we take it serious, of course. A fantasy football podcast up north. A fantasy football podcast up north. Pros bring something extra to every job. Now at the Home Depot, they also get something extra. Pro Extra, our free loyalty program built for pros just like you. Members earn perks with every dollar spent, like Pro Extra dollars, a tool rental credit, and more. 
New members get $20 off their next in-store purchase of $200 or more just for signing up. Learn more at homedepot.com slash proextra. New year, more rewards, pro extra. Only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done.